This is WWJ All Local. Canton police are seeking information about a sport utility vehicle that may be linked to a deadly shooting. WWJ's Mike Campbell reports live. Mike. Yeah, uh, the uh, police are looking for a white SUV that some residents say was in the area of uh, Coppernick and Holly Street in the northeast corner of Canton this past Monday at about 1245 a.m. Those residents also report hearing gunshots, multiple gunshots. Police got there and found a 45-year-old man had been shot and was laying in Coppernick Road and died from his injuries. Police say that the, they are asking residents and businesses in the area now to look for that white SUV possibly seen in a surveillance video, the ring door cameras, things like that. They're hoping that they'll be able to identify the truck and who was in that truck at the time. Still no uh, indication of if they have a suspect or not. They do say that the victim now, family and friends say, was 45-year-old Elvin Carter, who has a 16-year-old daughter, loved her, loved his job at General Motors, and the Lions. In fact, he was at the Sky Bar and Grill on Fenkel East of Greenfield in Detroit watching the game Sunday night when he didn't turn up Monday. That's when they found out. Reporting live, Mike Campbell, WWJ News Radio 950. The trial for the mother of the Oxford High School shooter enters day five today. During testimony Tuesday, the former dean of students, Nicholas Ejak, said he did not view Jennifer Crumbly's son as a threat to others the day of the shooting. Also under questioning from assistant prosecutor Mark Keast, Ejak said that he gave the shooter back the backpack that contained the murder weapon and even made a joke about how heavy it felt. Pictures from inside the Crumbly home were also presented by the prosecutor. The photos showed a slew of gun targets, other guns, and ammunition. Questioning by the prosecution will continue today. The Flint School District asking the state to forgive $56 million in debt. WWJ's Charlie Langton joining us live. Charlie? Well, Jonathan, according to the superintendent of the Flint District Public School, the public school district, 50% of every dollar they get goes to paying off debt obligations for the district. And currently, as you said, there's a $56 million in debt for the Flint School District. And that superintendent now wants the legislature to just wipe out that debt. Fixed cost payment on recent bonds and the student population loss from about 10,000 students in the 2011 school year to about 2,900 today would be the reasons for that request. Now, with the debt payment obligation gone, the superintendent says that more money can be used for in-classroom and education learning. There's been no response yet from the legislature. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. One of the biggest banks in the country has increased its investment in the city of Detroit and its neighborhoods. On Tuesday, officials at J.P. Morgan Chase awarded a $10 million low-cost loan to the Invest Detroit Fund, a financial institution that Chase has partnered with for more than a decade. Chase has now committed more than $40 million in loans to Invest Detroit since 2013, money that Jason Tinsley, vice chairman of J.P. Morgan Chase, says is being used to improve neighborhoods and small businesses all throughout Detroit. It was never a strategy or a plan to come in and tell Detroiters or tell the community what they should do. It was to find out what do you need and how can we be helpful to the, the plan. So being a, so Jamie Diamond, when he called in, I mean, that was his whole initiative. It was like, we got to be better partners in the community. We, we, we do a lot of stuff here. All the businesses are successful, but we want to make sure that we're being impactful to the community. Tony Ortiz, WWJ News Radio 950. 
President Biden will be in Metro Detroit tomorrow. It'll be the president's first trip to Michigan since he joined striking UAW workers on the picket line last September. The White House says that Mr. Biden will be participating in a political event. His trip comes three and a half weeks ahead of the state's presidential primary election on February 27th. Last week, UAW President Sean Fain announced that the union was endorsing Biden's re-election. At 2 o'clock today, the Federal Reserve will make its long-awaited announcement about short-term interest rates. It's expected the Federal Reserve will do what it's done for the past three meetings and keep interest rates unchanged. It's believed the Fed has now finished raising interest rates. So the question becomes, will they give us a hint today as to when they may begin cutting rates? Economists thought it could come as early as March, but now many think we may have to wait until the summer. Rates right now are at their highest level in 22 years. Murray Feldman, WWJ, News Radio 950. MSU head basketball coach Tom Izzo celebrates a birthday and a huge win at the same time. The Breslin Center was packed last night. Not only were fans filling it up to the rafters to see a rivalry game versus Michigan, but also a big benchmark for their legendary head coach. It took a fierce turnaround at halftime, but Michigan State eventually beat the Wolverines 81-62 and secured Tom Izzo's 700th career win, and it came on his birthday, turning 69 years old. Uh, several alumni and former players were in the house for the occasion, Steve Smith, Mateen Cleaves, Pig Miller, and many others. You know what? Um... That's what means something to me. Man, when Steve showed up and Pig showed up, I mean, it's been 30 years. And he was happy, and Mateen's always here, and I think Charlie was here. And uh, there were a lot of lot of former players, a lot of former managers. And, you know, it wasn't a reunion weekend. They just came back for a good game and probably to support us. Well, in true Izzo fashion, he said he can't really be happy about the win because of a sloppy first half. But Coach will go for 701 on Saturday versus Maryland. Chris Villar, WWJ News Radio. 950. The Detroit Red Wings take some time away from the ice to reach out into the community. The Red Wings surprised several Detroit public school kids at McKenzie Elementary Middle School on the corner of West Chicago and Wyoming Street on the city's west side. The surprise was all part of the team's street hockey in the D at school program. It was a chance for players to interact and play floor hockey with the students. Here's Red Wings player Joe Valino. Yeah, it's very exciting. Obviously, uh, you know, a lot of these kids don't really have the chance to, you know, maybe play hockey or even know anything about it so coming here and introducing um, you know the game of hockey and um, you know maybe you know one of these kids or a handful of these kids might fall in love with the game so it's nice that it's getting introduced over here in a community that, um, you know, maybe hockey's not a number one priority. And nearly 34,000 DPSCD students will participate in the program. On the city's west side, I'm Ryan Marshall, WWJ News Radio 950. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.